Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jonah. Welcome to Alex of the Ropes, the podcast where we discuss everything WWE. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 89 of season two. Today's Wednesday, and today is the June 29th edition of NXT. Tonight, we have a loaded card here tonight as we have some pretty humongous matches to like to experience here tonight. Tonight, we have a six woman tag team match to determine who will be the number one contender for the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. But that's not the only big match tonight because tonight we'll be having a mixed tag team match between the team of Masaili and Boa versus the team of Mercedes Martinez and Jake Atlas. But then last but not least, we're going to be having a face-off between the team of MSK and the team of Champo and Thatcher ahead of their big title match at the Green American Bash. But that's only a sample of what's to come here tonight because most likely we'll have a match that's announced during the night which is going to be pretty crazy and of course with the Great American Bash coming up next week the tension of course is going to be through the roof so without further ado let's get into the business and see what happens here in the go home edition of NXT before the Great American Bash let's get into it just one week before the Great American Bash the black and gold brand had a few surprises in store the top talent wanted an opportunity and everyone was willing to step over the others to get there. The women's tag team champions needed challengers for, for the Great American Bash. So with triple threat was set to determine who would fight Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez battled Shotzi Blackheart and Amber, and Amber Moon as well as Io Shoi and Zoe Stark. MSK has weathered every storm to date but Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher promised there's something else entirely. And have a certain to be physical title belt, MSK would face down with these veteran grapplers. Cameron Grimes has not competed in a ring since his loss to LA Knights. Luckily, he was motivated by the recent attack of Ted DiBiase by the new champion and promised to compete again. Tian Shan has made Mercedes Martinez a living hell, but she finally found some hope in Jake Atlas. The two would fight Zaylee and Boa in a mixed tag team match. This card didn't feel a bit short, but that does change that there's going to be a humongous night next week for the Great American Bash, and this, of course, is a great follow-up to that. But this is going to be an exciting and jam-packed show for sure. So without further ado, let's get into the business and see what happens here in the first segment or match of the night. The Great American Bash Co. Home Edition of NXT opens with a video package look at last week's show including the arrival of the Diamond Mind. We then see our matches that are going to happen tonight, including a six-woman tag team match to determine who will be the number one contender to take on Indy Hartwell and, and Candice LeRae at the Grand Rig Bash. We're then live from the Capital Wrestling Center as Vic Douglas welcomes us. Indy joined a ringside by Wade Barrett and... and it has been announced that Beth Phoenix is on vacation, so that's why she's not here today. So we go right to the ring and right to the business as Ember Moon and Shazi Blackguard come out riding on Shazi's tank. Alicia Taylor does introductions, as of course the winner of this match will be named the new number contender to challenge the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions the way at the Grand Rican Bash. On comes next, the one and only Zoe Stark. Fire Valor partner, Io Shirai. 
they both head to the ring together. As of course, they are potentially looking to get their hands on those tag team titles as well. And all comes next, the team of Dakota Kai. Or excuse me. All comes next first, Dakota Kai, joined by the NXT Women's Tag Women's Champion Raquel Gonzalez. And they march to the ring together. So all three of these incredible tag teams stand tall in the ring. So it looks like Gonzalez, Shirai, and Ember will be the first three women to start off in this match. And so the ref calls for the bell and the match is on the way as Gonzalez immediately overpowers Shirai and Ember to start off this match. All three women trade offense, but then Shirai was able to get the upper hand by drop kicking both Ember and Gonzalez. But then Gonzalez lowers both Moon and Ember, both Ember and Eo, in the middle of the ring. Gonzalez grabs Shirai and launches Shirai face first into the top turnbuckle. But then Moon takes Gonzalez down with the head scissors. Moon then leaves off Shirai's back to dead Gonzalez into the corner. Ember then with more offense to both opponents. That's when Shati tags in and covers on Gonzalez for the pin. But Gonzalez kicks it at two as Kai breaks up at uh, breaks it up with a kick. That's when Stark comes in and rocks Kai then Ember and a big six woman brawl breaks out the referee tries to restore order. Stark gets double teamed and rings up by Kai and Gonzalez. Shirai then yells a springboard moves off on the apron to save Stark and the fans cheer for Shirai. And then that's when Shirai, excuse me, Shanti runs ropes and nails a suicide dive as Moon held the ropes open for, taking down the other four competitors at ringside. Ember then leaps from the turnbuckles, taking on the other four competitors at ringside, and Stark is back in the ring. She then runs ropes and leaps out, taking everyone but Shirai on the floor, and Shirai and Stark stand tall together at ringside to NXT chance as we head to commercial with Shirai and Stark in control. We return for the break and Gonzalez is working on Shotzi in the corner after putting Shirai down on the mat. Shirai then charges towards Gonzalez, but then Gonzalez drops her again. Gonzalez then slams Shotzi from her shoulders. Gonzalez goes to put away Shirai, but then Shirai counters. That's when Stark and Kai tag in. Kai charges towards Stark, but then Stark, Dexter, and then Dex Ember as she tagged in. Stark then reloads and also kicks Gonzalez off the apron and Stark then drops Kai with a German suplex. Stark then covers on Kai for the pin but Kai kicks him at two. Stark then runs wild on Kai again and then covers on Kai again for the pin but Kai kicks him at two. Stark is the only one standing as the fans chant her name. Stark the grabs, uh, grabs Kai and then sends her into the corner and then tags in Shirai. Stark and, Kai, Stark and Shirai take turns on Kai in the corner with big running strikes. Shirai then nails a 619 to Kai. Then Shirai then springboards in from the apron with a missile drop kick to Kai. And then Kai gets pinned by Eo. But Eo kicks about two as Shati tags in and breaks up the pin with a flying senton. Shanti then nails an in screen and a big kick to Shirai and continues to send more kicks down Shirai's alley. 
Chanti then drops right with a reverse sling, sling blade. That's when Ember tags in and they double team Shirai. Ember then covers on Shirai for the pin, but Shirai kicks it by two. Kai then misses Moon from a strike, and then Ember gets kicked and beat up with her knee strikes. Ember continues to level Kai, but she then levels Kai with a discus clothesline. That's when Shanti tags back in and nails a double and double teams with Ember to Kai and Shirai at the same time. Shanti then drops Kai in her head with a double under her German suplex. Shanti then covers on Kai, but Kai kicks about two. Shanti then gets a submission locked into Kai, but then Gonzalez makes the save to break up the submission. That's when Gonzalez fights off Shanti and Ember. That's when Shirai and Stark join in, and everyone is beating Gonzalez down except for Kai. Kai tries to make the save to serve her partner, and that's when Shirai and Stark double teamed Kai in the corner. While Shirai, excuse me, while Shanti and Ember keep Gonzalez down. That's when Gonzalez picks up a five person move in the corner, saving Kai from a humongous superplex. Gonzalez cleans house and then grabs Shanti and power bombs her. Shirai then kicks Gonzalez's knee out. That's when Kai nails a big double stomp to Shanti, but then Shirai. Falls up with the double knees to Kai. Shirai then drops Kai into a submission, but Kai breaks in and super kicks Shirai in the jaw. That's when Shirai then drops Kai with a big backbreaker. Shirai then goes to the top and hits the moonsault on Gonzalez, who is laying on top of Kai to sacrifice herself, and Shirai then lands on both. As Shirai then grabs Gonzalez, but then Ember sends Shirai out to the floor. That's when Shanti goes to the top and hits her big senton to Gonzalez. Stark, oh no, excuse me. Um, Shanti goes to cover on Gonzalez for the pin to win, but Stark breaks up the pin at two and a half. Stark then nails a big knee to the face to Shanti, and Ember then nails the eclipse to Stark. That's when Kai nails the guilt. That's when Kai nails a go to kick on Moon. And Kai was about to get a German. Suplex from Shirai, but Kai blocks it and suddenly rolls up Shirai for the uh, Shirai for the pin. But Shirai kicks about two. That's when Shirai levels Kai with a palm strike upward cut. Then Shirai goes to the top and nails her humongous moots on Kai. Shirai then covers on Kai for the pin, and she gets the one, two, and three. And Io Shirai and Zoe Stark are your new number one contenders for the NXT Tag Team Championships. After the match, Stark and Shirai versus Kendall Sorori and Indy Harwell for the titles is confirmed for the Great American Bash. Shirai and Stark celebrate as we get a replay and see the absolute crazy maneuvers and physicality that we saw in this match between these three incredible tag teams. The talent in this match is among the absolute best in the business and everyone delivered. This was a high octane and constantly engaging. It was, it, the home stretch in this match was completely unpredictable all the way to the finish. Shawai and Stark were established in this match quickly. The story that they had had limited experience throughout, they became more and more supportive of one another until they were willing to do anything to help the other one succeed. 
Well, this new team might not possibly be ready to the throne candidates in any hobo. It could easily be to believe that the normal contenders could win, especially with how, um, especially how short most NXT Women's Tag Team title reigns have been to date. So after the match, we didn't see NXT Champion Karen Cross and Scarlett are walking backstage. When suddenly leads under nowhere, Jerringer again will attack Crossland under nowhere. That's when Shakiri rushes over and breaks up the fight. And Cross is seething and yells at Gargano, calling him a dead man. We then head to commercial. We return for the break, and Vic mentions that Beth Phoenix is being on vacation. We get a promo for the breakout tournament returning in two weeks. The 2019 tournament, first and only until now. Featured winner Jordan Miles, Angel Garza, Dexter Loomis, Boa, Cameron Grimes, Joe Queen Wild, Isaiah Swiss and current NXT North American champion Bronson Reed. Of course, the winner of the eight man tournament will receive a ton of match of his choosing. This is going to be exciting. It's been quite a long time since you've seen the breakout tournament so it's gonna be pretty exciting to see that happen so after that we then see Mackenzie Mitchell is backstage with North American champion Bronson Reed asking about the return of the breakout tournament Reed says I'm not sure if I'll be champion if it, if it were for the tournament because it elevated me then that's when hit row interrupts and they taunt him as he has where Scott says says, I can't believe that out of everyone in the first tournament, including me, that you are a champion. That's when top dollar Adrian Francis and Swerve both won Reed to put the title on the line. Reed then tells Swerve that he can have a title match tonight. And so we go back to the ring and out comes the one and only NXT champion Kieran Cross with Scarlet. Cross is not doing his unique entrance as he's quickly hurrying to the ring. And he's of course upset. And so Cross takes a mic and calls out John Gargano and dares him to walk to the ring and see how he fears when Cross can see the shot coming. The fans are chanting John Wrestling as Cross warns Cross sends warns Gargano. Not make me wait. Gargano comes out and says, I'm not afraid of you. Do you know who the hell I am? You jumped me like a coward last week. And this week, I'm going to beat you at your own game. This is my ring. And while I don't have a sword, I have actual talent. You may be bigger, but everyone knows I am smarter. That's when, out of nowhere, Austin Theory suddenly attacks Cross from behind. That's when Gargano joins in and they double team Cross. But Cross tries to fight them off, sending Theory out of the ring. But then Cross then launches Gargano with a big throw. Gargano then recruits at ringside, but then Cross stays on him. Cross continues to manhandle Gargano and then sends a phase first into the plexiglass barrier. Cross then goes to smash Gargano's head on top of the steel steps. To the top part of the stats, but then security, including Samoa Joe, makes the save. 
But then that's when Gargano jumps up and ducks Cross during the chaos. Gargano went through retreat as Cross and Joe face off and have a few words. And Cross and Scarlet head to the back as this this feud has gone over the roof. The champion Kano Jen Wrestling who entered and it was all about continuing to build their dynamic without making a sudden change for the wrestler. Gargano remains a heel, but fans are embracing him. As Cross continues to take more drastic actions against the smaller competitors, this is going to help fans even further root for the lesser evil between these two competitors. So this was definitely a pretty tense moment between these two. Coming up next, the Diamond Mine. Of course, we have seen them return. Uh, of course, we have saw who they truly are, as we saw the team of Tyler Rust, Roderick Strong, Malcolm Bivens, and much more. That was definitely pretty shocking, to say the least, when I saw that. We return for the break and we see the battery charger teaser from recent weeks and it goes from 60 to 61%. So we see Johnny Green and Austin Theory are backstage heading to the parking lot and they hop in Theory's SUV and drive off his three compliments Gargano and his super kick to Kieran Cross. It is then but announced that his series for Scott vs. North American champion Bronson Reed is confirmed for later tonight, made by NXT general manager Really Regal. And so we go back to ring and out comes the Diamond Mine. Roderick Strong with Malcolm Bivens, Tyler Rust, and Hideki Suzuki. Strong gets the encouragement at ringside and then enters the ring as we get a replay of last week's debut by the Diamond Mine. As of course this happened during, no, excuse me, after the match between the team of, or after the match between Kushida and Kyler Raleigh, which was the main event last week. But after that, after the match was over and Kyle Riley was a victor, that's when Kushida suddenly got, a, got attacked at, inside the ring and it was Roderick Strong. And then that's when Roderick Strong was joined by Tyler Ross and Suzuki. No, Hideki Suzuki. And so we come back to see Asher Hale was in the ring getting ready to take on Roderick Strong. And so the bell rings and the match is on the way as these two size each other up as the fans chant for Strong. Strong starts off by taking Hale down and smacks him around. Strong continues with the offense as he nails a headlock takedown as Bivin shouts from ringside, shouting encouragement for Strong. Strong continues to manhandle Hale as Strong controls Hale on the mound. They both get back up and trade holds we hear the Diamond Mind members talking from ringside. Strong then catches the kick, but then Hill takes him down for the ankle lock, but Strong easily blocks it. That's when Hill ends up on Strong's back, but Strong then slams a face versus to the turnbuckle to get free. Strong then delivers a big backbreaker over his knee, but Strong then yells a big chop in the corner, then a knee to the face. He then continues with the offense by sending more strikes to Hill into the corner. Strong then drops Hill and puts a boot to him as a referee warns him. Bivens continues with the trash talk from ringside as Strong controls Hill. Strong then drops Hill down. 
Sean then covers on Hill for the pin, but Hill kicks him by two. Sean continues to stay on Hill as the fans try to rally for him. Hill then fights back with elbows when the Chong easily levels with the spinning back elbow to the jaw. The trading shots or strikes continue between each other, but then Strong gets the upper hand by dropping Hill with a jumping knee. That's when Strong quickly applies the submission, and Hill has no other choice but to quickly tap out, and Strong is your winner. Out from the bell, Strong quickly extends into another submission, but lets up as the referee warns him. The Diamond Mines stand tall together in the ring. As we get a replace, and Bivens takes him back and says, The Diamond Mine is open for business, and this is just the beginning. The music starts back up as the Diamond Mine exit the ring. Strong definitely had a different attitude and definitely had some different he definitely had a different attitude than we had before. Of course, this is only the beginning, and so the diamond mine will be building will be building step by step. It'll be interesting to see what the other members can do, like Hideki Suzuki and Tyler Rust, as they have joined this group along with Strong, known as the Diamond Mind. So we'll see what happens going to the next few weeks as this team continues to establish itself. After that, we then see Cameron Grimes walking backstage as he is scheduled to compete here tonight. And we'll see what happens with that. We return for the break and out comes Cameron Grimes. Where's first match since losing at the million dollar champion. LA Knight at TakeOver in your house. We see a rise Sterling is waiting in the ring to take on Grimes. Once Grimes wraps up his entrance, the bell rings and the match is in the way as these two sides each other up. Grimes tries to get the upper hand by going for a takedown but then can't get it locked in. That's when Sterling takes advantage and nails a big hurricane by, by Grimes, but then Grimes lands at his feet and then tugs on a case and hits grits. That's when Grimes delivers a big chop to Sterling, but then Sterling then chops Grimes, but then Grimes nails a hurricane and sends Sterling out to the floor. Grimes goes for a running kick from the apron, but then Sterling catches it and then sends Grimes face first into the apron. Sterling then nails a big springboard moonsault from the apron, and Sterling then brings Grimes back in and drops a spring, springboard knees into the back of Grimes. Sterling then slams Grimes again and then covers on Grimes for the pin, but Grimes kicks away too. Fig then reminds us how this match was made after Sterling took a shot at Hall of Famer Ted DiBiase uh, to Grimes' face last week. So Sterling stunts all over Grimes while he's down, but then Grimes comes back with the offense with a big knee to the gut. Grimes continues to mount offense but then Sterling, Sterling slides out of a hold and delivers a kick to the head. Sterling then nails a running splash into the corner then a kick to the head of Grimes. Sterling then goes to the top for the 450, but then he has to land on his feet as Grimes quickly got out of the way. That's when Grimes comes right back with a cave-in, and then Grimes then covers on uh, Sterling for the pin, and he gets the 1, 2, and 3, and Grimes is your winner. 
But then after the match, Brian stands tall as he has his arm raised as the music hits. But then before Brian can continue his celebration, out comes the one early million dollar champion, L.O.A. Knight to interrupt as the fans woo him. Knight takes the mic and knocks Grimes and calls him a natural born loser. As the fans chant, you suck to Grimes, uh, excuse me, uh, you suck chant to L.A. Knight. Grimes takes the mic as well and, and, he, and Grimes says, I agree, but you better watch your mouth when, when you talk about the million dollar man or come to the ring and say it to my face. I wanted Ted's legacy, but you only wanted some bling. So how about you go against me for the million dollar, million dollar championship next week for the title? That's when the night gets the fans and Grimes riled up for the match and then says, No, you don't deserve it. I think... Knight then says, I'm well beyond the million dollar man. I'm the million dollar superstar. That's when Grimes, excuse me, that's when Knight looks like he was going to walk off, but then that's when Knight turns back and around. And then comes back and says, you know what? How about you what we do, how about we do go against each other at Great American Bash? But if you lose, you will become my butler. Brandon says, I have no problem with that because I'm leaving as, as a champion next week and go to the moon. The music starts back up as a fence share rhymes as he has definitely turned into a heel at this point. As, of course, now he has definitely turned into a heel. So, well, the ma oh, so the match was solid as it did make its point, but the post-match promo was definitely pretty interesting. Grimes has truly won the love and support of the NXT universe and is clear who the fans are rooting for. The simulation setup is reminiscent of the original story surrounding the Million Dollar Championship, and Grimes will likely be forced to play the Virgo tonight's DiBiase. And this is a story NXT can run from once because it will definitely be pretty interesting to see what goes on. After that, we then see Kyle Raleigh walking backstage as he returned back to commercial. We return for the break and McKenzie is with Yoshua and Sobey Stark. And then that's when he, the way interrupts and taunts him over ne next week's match. For the NXT Women's Tag Team titles put into how Shrai and Stark don't even like each other. That's when Shrai and Candice have some personal words before the way walks off. So the tension between the team of the way and of course the team of Yo uh, and Stark it's building up for next week. Now coming up next, we're going to have a pretty big uh, segment before. Uh, we're going to have a pretty big segment coming up 
That is, of course, Kylo Riley and Adam Cole are facing off for the Great American Bash. Of course, because these two have a big match at the Great American Bash. And so, it's only waiting for them to face off one last time before things get crazy at the GAB. And so, without further ado, before we get ready for this crazy face-off segment between Adam Cole and Kylo Riley, we're going to take a quick commercial break and then come back and see what will, what type of tension will be built up in this face-off between Kylo Riley and Adam Cole. We're going to find out coming up next after the break. We'll be right back. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with the ring for the next few seconds and matches of the June 29th edition of NXT. Before the break, we went over the first match of the night, which is the number one contender six woman tag team match between Kyan Gazaz versus Black Corner Moon versus Shirai and Stark. This was a very solid match between these three incredible tag teams, but it came down to the moment where Ember Moon took control of the series of impactful strikes in our opponents and set up a side-by-side -side running kicks with Shaji Blackheart nearly for three. The NXT Women's Champion stopped a huge trio of woe with Dakota Kai at the top, then three of one around with power. Gazaz saved Kai by taking the brunt, the brunt of Sarai's Moonsaw attempt on the captain of Team Kick. This allowed Kai to nearly take the win off the roll up the genius of the sky, but then Shirai kicked out and hit another Moonsaw on Kai and got the one, two, and three to win for Stark. And herself. After that, we then had Karen Cross facing off with Johnny Gargano. Johnny Wrestling attacked Karen Cross on his way to the ring. And when the NXT champion recovered, he stomped to the ring. He demanded that Austin that Johnny face him or Gargano walked out alone. Austin Theory jumped Cross from behind. The weight did not keep their advantage for long as the champion threw both men out of the way. As Cross tried to smash Johnny Wrestling's head with the steel steps, officials got involved, including Samoa Joe, and the champion backed off. Uh, uh, backed off for the moment. After that, we then had Roger Strong take on Asher Hale. That's this is the first match for Roger Strong since joining the Diamond Mine. Asher Hill wasn't ready for the vicious backbreakers of Roderick Strong, who quickly took over and wore down his younger opponent. The rest of the Diamond Mine watched intently as the size of the backbreaker worked on with a new fire in, the, in his aggressive attack of his opponent. Strong knocked out Hill with a jumping knee and then locked in a, new, a brand new submission, a key lock, to force a tab out. That's when Malcolm Vivens promised afterward that this was just the beginning. And last but not least, we had Cameron Grimes take on a rise sterling. Cameron Grimes came on fire, fighting with a crowd excitement behind him he had not felt before. Ryan Sterling was not ready for the passion that the technical savage showed. He hit the cave in and put himself back on the winning track. Knight interrupted the celebration of Tom Grimes and the crowd brewed Knight for the passion that Grimes picked up. He challenged Knight to a match for the Million Dollar Championship, but the champion only agreed that Grimes became his personal butler on the loss. And so now we're getting ready for the next segment of the night, which is a face-off between Kyler Raleigh 
and Adam Cole before the Great American Bash. So we go back to the ring and out comes Kyle O'Reilly. O'Reilly takes Mike and talks about testing himself to become a better fighter and says, I just want to face dudes who will be in great competition. That's what last week's non-title went over. That's what last week's went over Kushida was about. What next week's Great American Bash with Adam Cole's belt? How talks about his history with Adam Cole and says, uh, and also mentions possibly becoming NXT champion one day. So that's when Kyle Cole calls Cole out to the ring to discuss next week's match or and whatever excuse Cole will have. And so Cole comes out to the ring. He's, of course, all business. But then before Adam can make his way down to the ring, the music interrupts and out comes Samoa Joe. Joe says, I apologize for my poorly timed interruption, but I made sure that there will be nothing happening tonight like last week. And so we then see security lined up on the stage. Joe enters the ring and apparently will stand between Cole and O'Reilly. Cole cuts a promo on Kyle saying, you will never have... The career I have. Well then says, looks like you're a little obsessed with me and it's kind of creepy. Kyle then says, I beat you, put it in a hospital, and then when you came back six weeks later, you picked a fight with me. But okay, I am the one who's obsessed. Cole then goes on saying, You need the cold hard facts. That's the truth. You were nothing without me. No one will be talking about you if it wasn't for me. Cole talks about the undisputed era of success and takes credit for any success Kyle has had in his career. Cole then says, I was the star of the undisputed era and I called carried you on my back for four years, and I'm still the star. The whole world knows it. The locker room knows it. And Joe, if he wants to admit it or not, knows it. And even your wife knows it. Kyle suddenly has an anger in his eyes. He says, never mention my wife ever again. You know what? I am ashamed when I look back at the Undisputed Era because I associated myself with you and and it took and I'm ashamed that it took me this long to realize what a pathetic piece of but then Cole smacks the mic out of O'Reilly's hand before he can finish and O'Reilly and Cole face uh, even closer with the foreheads touching that's when Joe gets in between but then that's when Cole acts like he's going to walk away. But then he turns around and goes to swing at O'Reilly. Joe has to duck before being a hit. Then Kyle then blocks Cole and then takes Cole down into a heel hook submission. Cole is screaming out in pain as Kyle tightens the hold. And Cole pleads for Joe to save him. But then Joe just does not want to do any, just does have, does not, does not want to do anything in part of it. And so he just walks off. Cole is still screaming out in the hold, and the hold is finally broken as security hits the ring and they check on Cole. And O'Reilly is pacing and seething in the ring. 
as the tension between these two before the Greater Megabash continues. That was very tension. That was very... The tension in this was very over the roof. Cohen and Kiowar sold that as... Sold this segment absolutely incredible. It was nice to see both commit, um, committing fully to the roles. Cohen intentionally did not try to overshadow Riley as he has in the past, allowing KOR to look like he has truly moved past his former friend. But it looks like in the near future, this might lead into Cole versus Joe. The story has been engaging, slowly building with no immediate promise of resolution. It will be special, special moment when Joe finally snaps and demands a chance to truly face Cole. After that, we didn't get a backstage promo from Tian Shaw, Zai Liambo, Warren Mercedes Martinez, and Jake Atlas that they made a mistake and it's now time to pay. Mei Ying blows Smith to the camera as we go to commercial. As coming up tonight, it's going to be a mixed tag team match between Tian Shaw versus Jake Atlas and Mercedes Martinez. We go to commercial. We return for the break in the mystery battery. Charger teaser goes from 70 to 71 percent. You then see Hit Rose backstage and they get his eyes for uh, hyped up for tonight's North American title shot. That's sort of the cuts we promo and Warren's Bronson Reed. <clears throat> now, for that, we then go back to the ring and out comes Jake Atlas as he's getting ready for this mixed tag team match against Tian Shaw. Now comes next. Jake Atlas's partner, Mercedes Martinez. Of course, Mercedes has her usual entrance. Then what comes next? He won only Tian Shaw. Zali and Boa with Mei Ying. They pose together on the stage for a few seconds and Lee and Boa walk down the ramp as Ying watches from her throne. Lee then stops at the bottom ramp and puts on a quick performance with her staff and Lee and Boa then enter the ring and pose together. Once everyone is ready to go, the ref calls for the bell and the match is on the way as both teams start brawling in the middle of the ring. Bowen and Atlas go at it as the referee restores order. Atlas knows a big boot and a right hand into the corner. Bowen then turns these around into the corner, but then Atlas kicks him away a few times. Atlas then nails a drop kick to Boa. He then covers on Boa for the pin, but Boa kicks him at two. But then suddenly Boa gets right back up. That's when Lee tacks herself in and levels Martinez with a big kick to the jaw. Lee then takes Mercedes into the corner and then tries to go for a running form and nails it in. That's when Lee then drops Martinez and kicks her away in the corner and delivers a big stomp. Martinez then fights back from her knees but then Lee keeps her down. Lee then goes for a super suplex but it's blocked. She tries to go again to nail on Martinez but once again it gets blocked again by Martinez. As then Martinez takes advantage and rolls up Lee for the pin, but Lee kicks him at two. Lee then charges towards Martinez, but then Martinez backdrops her into the corner, sending her out to the floor. That's when Lee tries to recover on the floor as Martinez pointed by Ying and yells at her, talking trash from the ring as we head to commercial with, with a team of Jake Atlas and Martinez in control. We return for the break and Boa has Atlas grounded. 
You see how Boa leveled Atlas with a big strike during the break and lead, and lead to the Santa Martinez. Back to the action. Atlas finally tags out and in comes Martinez with a clothesline to Lee. Martinez leaps out into the corner but then hits the turnbuckles as Lee quickly got out of the way. Lee then takes advantage and goes to the top of the Martinez, works her over and climbs up. Martinez then nails a super double underhook suplex to Lee. Martini, Martinez covers on Lee for the pin, but somehow Lee kicked out at two. Both women go back up and continue as they both go back and forth. That's when Atlas and Martinez mount more offense and clean house. Martinez turns around to see Ying staring her down from the throne. That's when Martinez exits the ring and yells over at Ying as we see Ying is standing up, which allows Lee to attack from behind. That's when Lee brings Martin Martinez back into the ring and launches Martinez across the ring with a big suplex. Lee then follows up with a roundhouse kick to the temple. That's when Lee covers on Martinez for the pin, but Martinez kicks him at two as Martinez barely got her shoulder up in time. Lee then stands tall and looks at Martinez as the referee checks on her, but the referee sees something wrong as the referee calls the match due to Martini Mercedes condition after the kick and Liam Ball win via the referee stoppage. After the bell, Liam Ball is standing tall together. Let's go to replace. They come back to we go to replace and see that absolute devastating kick from Lee to Martinez. Then we come back to see Lee, Lee and Boa pose around on the throne on the stage to end the segment. That was a devastating kick. If you actually saw that kick, it would be. If you actually saw that kick, it was devastating. During this match and with the story, this was perfect. Martinez was motivated but too distracted by the two fighting Ying and Tian Zhao of course remains dominant and continues to remain dominant with Xia Li continuing to be dominant as she has been for the past few months. And of course the group has not lost a step along the way through this push. Most likely what happened with that roundhouse kick, maybe Martinez got concussed. Um, I don't know. It was scary. But hopefully it's not something too serious where Martinez could not be able to compete and take on, of course, Tian Shaw, like Mei Ying into the near future. Hopefully it's not too serious. We of course all hope that Martinez is okay. So after that, we then see Bronze Reed is backstage, warming up on the main event against Isaiah Sursal. We return back to commercial. We return for the break, and it's time for the face-off for the Great American Bash. Out comes first, Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher, with steel chairs in hand. Out comes next, the NXT Tag Team Champions, Wesley and NASCAR of MSK. Are out next, also with chair hands. 
So it looks like we're going to be having a sit down face off. So Wesleyan has caught her uh, uh, me, all four wrestlers sit in the middle of the ring as the fans start chanting. Chapman says, the difference here is that me and Thatcher make this look good. You see, the champions are the underdogs. Thatcher has never held gold in NXT, and he's hungry. Tutha's team is a man of a few words, but look at him. He's motivated. You see Thatcher is snarling at him, and of course he does this. He's uh, a smile. Chapman then praises himself, saying, there's not a man alive who elevates the title like I do. As an MSK goes to interrupt, and then Thatcher tells him to show them respect to Thatcher. Excuse me, Champo. That's when both teams are sitting in the middle of the ring. As Carter takes, takes him back and talks about how they have respect for Thatcher, Thatcher and Champo. And then that's when Carter says, but we're here now. That's when Lee says, We are the champions, and you are the challengers. That's when MSK suddenly strikes first with a slap, and the two teams briefly struggle when things calm down as they face them again. Champion then takes the mic and speaks into Lee's ear, saying, Bring your titles and their pride next week because both will be taken from them next week. You got a freebie this week, but you won't be so lucky next week. That's when Lee and Carter raise their titles in the air in front of Champo and Thatcher as MSK's music starts back up as the two teams face off in the middle of the ring. As Champa and Thatcher stare down Lee and Carter, as the tension is definitely rising between these two teams. This segment did some great heavy lifting. The team teams brought a fire for this coming title match that makes this much wash. No matter which team wins the next week, it should steal the show. It would make sense for the veterans of the throne, the rookies, however, it would make just as much sense for Carter and Wesley to earn the respect of Champo and Thatcher in the win. The future of the tag team division is held in the balance of the result of this contest. It is one of the most exciting matchups in the division in years, and that's definitely for sure. Veterans versus rookies, definitely going to be a pretty humongous match. After that, we didn't see McKenzie Mitchell is backstage with NXT general manager really Regal. Talking about the Great American match. Regal says, I'm also excited for, about the breakout tournament. But then that's when Saray interrupts and says, I want a match against someone like Tony Storm. Regal then thanks her and says, I will take that into consideration. So I then thanks Regal and walks out of his office to end the segment. Still to come, Ron to defend in the main event coming up tonight. We return back to commercial. We return for the break and the mysterious battery charger goes from 80 to 81%.
We didn't see Karen Cross and Scarlett get into a car or a Dodge Charger, their car, when the cameraman approaches for comments. But then that's when out of nowhere, Austin Theory attacks Cross, but then Cross drops him. But then that's when Gargano attacks from behind and beats Cross down, then slams the car door on him. That's when Gargano tells the camera, anytime, any place, because Cross isn't on my level. But then that's when Cross is literally standing behind Gargano and Cross attacks Gargano from behind and chokes him out, taunting him. Cross then drops Theory from behind as he struggles to get back up. That's when Cross and Scarlet get back in the car and drive up. And then we see Samoa Joe helping Gargano up. And Gargano says, excuse me, says, Joe says, maybe you push Cross T4. And so that's when Vic and Wade go over the Green American Bash card for next Tuesday, which is now leading us into the next match of the night, which is going to be the main event, which is the North American title match between Isaiah Scott versus Bronson Reed. Who's going to come out the champion? Will it be the Colossal or will it be the one and only Isaiah Scott? We're going to find out coming up next. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the rig for the main event of the final NXT before Great American Bash. Before the break, we went over the next segment of the night, which is Kyler Riley and Adam Cole face off for the Great American Bash. So, Kyler Riley promised to bring his best to a match with Adam Cole just as he did against Kushido. The former NXT champion walked out to pick a fight. Samoa Joe walked out with officials to make sure that things did not get physical early. Cole tried to talk down on Riley, even bring up his wife. KOR did not take the bait and told off Cole as pathetic. The former champion took a swing at Joe on his way out and Riley locked Cole on the heel hook and Joe then waited no longer than expected to get officials to break up the submission. <clears throat> After that, we then had Jake Atlas and Mercedes Martinez take on a team of Zyli and Boa in a mixed tag team match. A palm shirt girl from Boa took Jake Atlas out of action, but Mercedes Martinez got the tag and took advantage. She planted Zaylee with a suplex and nearly took the victory. Mei Ying rose up from her throne at the top of the ramp. Martinez was distracted, allowing Lee to hit her with a suplex and a spinning heel kick. Martinez kept her shoulder, uh, shoulders up instinctively, but the referee had to call the match because of that devastating heel kick. <clears throat> Last but not least, we then had the face-to-face -face between Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher and MSK. So, Tommaso Ciampa had to put himself and Timothy Thatcher over as a band's best due to hold the NXT Tag Team Championships. MSK defend demanded respect from the veterans. Nash Carter punched Ciampa in the face to almost start a brawl with the Black Hole told Carter that he got one for free. Ciampa then promised next week to take the gold. Then after that, Saray told Really Rico backstage that she wanted a match with Tony Storm as Rico was receiving, excuse me, reviewing news about the Great American Bash card. And so now we're ready for the main event, which is the one and only North American champion, Bronze Reed, taking on Isaiah's Rizkal. Who's going to be coming out as champion? Will it be the Colossal or will it be the one and only Isaiah's Rizkal? We're going to find out right here, right now. And so we go back to the ring for tonight's main event, 
as our comes first hit world records Isaiah Swerd Scott with top dollar AG Francis Ashante Theodonis and BFAB Rihanna Brandy out comes next the North American champion himself the colossal Bronson Reed <coughs> after that the lights go out and we get the former reintroductions from Melissa Taylor once everyone is ready to go the ref calls for the bell and the match is on the way as Reed and Swerve size each other up. They lock up and Reed shoves Scott into the corner, overpowering him as a fan's champ for the champ. Scott then takes Reed into the corner and plays the mind games as Swerve then works on the arm. Reed then turns his arm with a headlock and Reed then levels Scott with the shoulder as they run the ropes. Reed then stomps Swerve to keep him down. Scott then tries to lock in a triangle submission, but then Reed easily overpowers him. They both run the ropes again, but then Swerve leaps in the air, but then Reed easily knocks him down. Reed then catches Scott once again, and then presses him high in the air, dropping him down into the mud. Reed then takes Scott into the corner, and nails a big chop to the chest. Swerve then delivers one of his own, but it does absolutely nothing to the Colossal. That's when Reed comes right back with a humongous headbutt to drop Scott to the mud. Reed continues with a good offense as he whips hard as he whips Scott hard across the ring and he hits hard chest first into the turnbuckles. Reed continues to get control and delivers a unique splash that another sent on using his weight. Reed continues with more offense. Swerve then finally mounts some offense on the apron and he tries for a sunset bomb from the apron to the floor but Reed just drops down onto him with his weight Hit row aren't happy with what they see as Reed is a control as we go to come back as we go to a picture picture commercial. We return for the break and Swerve continues to remain in control with the offense. Swerve landed a big kick to, to the jaw from the apron, then a flying attack from the apron into the barrier to Reed. Swerve continues with the offense as he fights back in from the apron as Reed and Scott trade shots. Reed then nails a big chop. To swerve, but then Reed goes for another one, but Swerve ducks it. Scott mixes back in, back, mixes way back into the ring, and Swerve then nails a big assisted German suplex on to Reed. He then covers on Reed for the pin, but Reed kicks about two. The fans are doing duly chants. As Reed then suddenly scoops up Swerve on his shoulders, but Swerve fights back and applies a sleeper on Reed's back. But then Reed then slams Swerve to the mat, but then Swerve comes right back with more offense as he tries to charge towards Reed, but then Reed easily shoves Scott across the ring. <clears throat> but then Swerve comes right back with a humongous flatliner in the middle of the ring. He then covers on Reed for the pin, but Reed kicks about two. Hit row is absolutely beside themselves as they think that they have or that Scott has put Reed away but just not yet. Reed is still in this. The dueling chants continue as as Scott was about to go for a stomp onto Reed but Reed blocks it. That's when Reed and Scott trade stiff strikes and then that's when Reed gets the upper hand by leveling Scott with a big clothesline. Before Reed can continue with this offense. Swerve nails a big drop kick, 
and that's when Sora rolls into, into a move and then Reed catches him. And then Reed drops him with a big Death Valley driver. That's when Reed continues with the offense as he loads on Swerve with big strikes around the ring. That's when Reed then drops Swerve with an elbow to the head. Then Reed then nails a big running splash into the corner. That's when Reed nails another splash, but this time in the middle of the ring to drop Scott down again. That's when Reed nails a centaur to Scott in the middle of the ring. Reed then goes to the top as it looks like. Reed is going to end this with a tsunami splash, but then that's when Top Dollar distracts the referee, allowing Adonis to shove Reed off the top to the floor. And that was absolutely cheap. That's when Adonis and BFAB distract the referee. As Dollar tries to charge towards Reed at ringside to pull him away, but then Reed barely gets out of the way, and Dollar then leaps, and Dollar crashes through the plexiglass barrier, landing on the other side of the barrier. Adonis is very concerned. As he checks on Dalla. But then that's when Reed grabs a donut and then tosses him over the barrier onto Dalla. Reed then comes back in, but then Swerve, of course, uses the distractions with everything that happened at ringside to his advantage as he has Swerve caught a Scott kicks Reed in the head, leaving him laid out over the bottom rope with half his body in the ring. That's when Swerve goes to the top and nails a humongous 450 while Reed is still laying on the bottom rope. That's when Swerve goes to cover on the on Reed for the pin, and he gets the one, two, and the ref calls a three, and Isaiah Swerve Scott is your new North American champion. After the match, the hit row music hits as Swerve takes the title and celebrates. We go to replays and see what in the world just happened in those last moments. We come back to see Reed as absolutely out. The row poses on the stage together as Swerve raises the title in the year. Reed is beside himself right now as, it, as he didn't expect him to lose he didn't expect to lose his title but it happened as the Great American Bash go home edition of NXT goes off the air with Hit Row standing toe together on the stage as Scott is officially your new North American champion. Reed and Swerve didn't have fun with chemistry, but, there's, but it was clear, there was clear story to the match. That has Swerve has walked in confident and never lost his edge, knowing that he would be outmatched physically. Hero did not get involved until late, and it was only a small distraction to open the door for Hero to gain gold. Swerve has been waiting a long time for this moment, so it feels like a fast move to give him the title. He has more than earned it. NXT has protected Hit Row as a major faction, and this is the final step to solidify the group as one truly to watch. NXT will be dominated by Hit Row for a long time to come. Going into this match, I had no idea. I have no idea. I had no idea. I had absolutely no idea. That Reed was going to lose the title tonight. I thought Reed was going to pull off another victory. But that was shocking. If it wasn't for... If it wasn't for the distractions by... By Top Dollar and everyone else. 
the result might have been different. Reed most likely would have been the champion. But that didn't happen. The one and only hero decided to interfere. And now, Swerve is a new champion. I have no idea what to think of this. This was shocking. Some would say the NXT definitely pulled a Swerve to crown Swerve as the North American champion. That was absolutely insane. So, that was definitely a very shocking ending to the Go Home edition of NXT before Great American Bash. But next week, we're going to have a big pay per view like NXT on USA. It's going to be humongous. I'm excited for it. But man, that main event was shocking. That was a very shocking way to close out the show, to say the least. Absolutely insane. <clears throat> so we still have a crazy week to look forward to here tonight. Or here this week as Friday night, we're going to have some pretty crazy stuff to look forward to as, of course, last week, the one and only really Radio Superstore Edge returned last week to confront the one and only Tribal Chief, sending a message that he wants a shot at the title. But a lot more craziness is going to happen because on that Friday, we're going to have the final Money in the Bank qualifiers, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, and the last man standing match to earn the Money in the Bank qualifier or be added to the Money in the Bank ladder match. I want some more craziness to come on SmackDown. I'm very excited for that, but we'll see what happens. Of course, next week, I have no idea what's going to happen on Raw. I have no idea what's going to happen on SmackDown, but I want to know for sure what's going to happen on Tuesday. As of course, Great American Bash. I'm excited for I mean, the Great American Bash is awesome because it's literally like a few words to have a peer review on the USA Network. So it's going to be pretty insane to look forward to to see what happens with that. But there's a, it's going to be a humongous card. I mean, there's a lot of crazy matches to look forward to, like NXT Tag Team Championship match between MSK and Thatcher and Champa. Um, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. The NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match between Raquel, no, no, not Raquel Gunn's, and the Hartwell, Candice Array versus the team of Tony Storm and, not Tony Storm, uh, Zoe Stark and Io Shirai, and a lot more craziness to look forward to. Um, it's going to be a humongous night. It's going to literally feel like peer review on the USA Network. It's going to be great. So, with that being said, that is going to conclude today's episode of Outside the Ropes. What a crazy night. That main event was absolutely shocking. I I just have no idea. I just have no idea what to think of that. I just had no idea we were going to lose that championship. Absolutely insane. And so, with that being said, that is going to conclude today's episode of Outside the Ropes. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I really am um, uh, excited for next week with the Great American Bash. It's going to be a crazy night. I'm very excited for that. But of course, 
we have a lot more other craziness to look forward to with Friday Night SmackDown, Monday Night Raw, and much other craziness to look forward to. So, with that being said, thank you guys for joining me. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And I'll see you guys next Saturday, or this Saturday for the highlights of Friday Night SmackDown. My name is Jonathan. Thank you guys for joining me, and I'll see you guys next time.